Welcome to Out With Dan, the podcast that spotlights and examines the voices of LGBTQ authors, characters, and our allies. Together, we lift our voices and we tell our stories. I'm Dan White. Join me as I chat with this week's author. Hello and welcome back to Out With Dan. Today I'm excited to talk to Bernie Ardia about At Sea with Patrick Dennis. Hello, Bernie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I understand you were here in Los Angeles last week and working on a fun project. Can you share what you were working on? I was there and and it was nice and cool because I'm in the desert. (laughs) And, And I was asked to come to the Academy Museum, the Motion Picture Academy Museum, to restore a wig, an iconic wig from the movie Hairspray that Debbie Harry wore. The bomb wig? The bomb wig. I love that. Yes. I love it. Yes. The iconic exploding wig. (laughs) And... And this poor sad thing just. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did blow up in the movie. It did. And there's <laughs> residue. There is residue from the explosion. Oh, my There still. Yes, it's still <laughs> there. And if people go and they look very carefully at the roll above the bangs, they will see the black that was sprayed onto Debbie Harry in the in the film. I love that. I love that. Well, that is that's a unique adventure uh, for you. And then, so uh, another unique adventure is how did you come to this book? My goodness, you know, I'm from LA. My husband now of ten years, but we've been together thirty, uh, and. I went from LA to New Orleans and we moved to Las Vegas for mid-century modern home. Okay. And (laughs) big mistake. I love the house. (laughs) But we had wonderful neighbors who were entertainers in Las Vegas. And we met Phil Ford of Mimi Hines and Phil Mm -hmm. Ford. Mm -hmm. And we met Ann McCormick. And Ann McCormick is a legendary person. I mean, she has been, she was married to to, uh, Clarence. She was married to Jackie Coogan and a Livermore of Wall Street. But her son, Don Stroud, is an actor and was a Playgirl Centerfold. He was? Yeah. I mean, I might have heard about it. Whoops. You might might still have it in storage, you know. (laughs) So, but Anne introduced us to the circle of people, but her family was so amazing. Her sister Jan was the manager of Polly Bergen. Okay. Her sister Lori also a sing and and toured with Frank Sinatra. Oh wow. And I have all the reviews of her tour in Australia. She stole the show. Wow, it's amazing. That's not easy yeah. to do. Yeah, that's not easy to do with Mr. Smith. Not easy at all. He got he wanted to fire her in the <laughs> Nancy Sinatra books. She's mentioned because Nancy uh toured with her father on that tour and was convinced she was having an affair 
with her father, who was still <laughs> married to her mother, and which did not happen. Yet she accused this Anne of this, and it's in her. She writes it in her book. And Nancy, if you're listening, she lives about a half a block. Oh, 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 okay. So she and get the record straight. But <laughs> Laurie McCormick is a was a her sister, a wonderful, wonderful singer, and had time in L.A. and Hawaii and this and that, but. Lori, when we moved here from Las Vegas to Rancho Mirage, Lori was convinced that she, she was a casting agent. Okay. And she loved to cast friends. So she she would have been wonderful at like seating people around the table. <laughs> but she was convinced we had to know Jerry and Rob, her friends from Honolulu. We all share Hawaii. And they live about two blocks the other way from me. Okay. And when we first moved here 10 years ago, Lori insisted that we call Rob and Jerry. And we did. And we talked to Rob and we talked to Jerry. And Jerry wasn't well at the time. And Rob was kind of caring for him. And it never worked out where they could come over or we could go over there or we could go to dinner. And time went by, and Rob passed away, not Jerry. Oh. Jerry is still wonderful and alive and well. And I, daily, we email. Oh. And so Rob passed away, and Lori, still in her casting mode, <laughs> sent me a large box full of papers and letters and photographs and all kinds of things to return to Jerry so we could drive over there and finally meet in person. She was, <laughs> was convinced this was going to happen. So she sent me this box and I pulled all the things out and in it was this manuscript called Patrick and I. And it literally, I kid you not, sat in front of me on my desk right here for six months. And it was like inch and a half thick and it was, wow. Okay. It intrigued me <laughs> enough of all the things in this box and it sat here and we went, we, every year we go to LA for my husband Steve's birthday, but also we go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. It's all decorated for Christmas. We celebrate his birthday and we make out our holiday cards Jeez. and we just do that and hog out on room service. <laughs> I know where I'll be in December. <laughs> so on this trip, this was three years, two thousand. No, it's longer, <laughs> longer than that. Um, we, I threw this manuscript in the bag and I started reading it one evening, and I was about page ten or twelve of this. And I called Lori. I said, Lori, this is amazing. I, I already love this. And what's going to happen to it? Because Rob was gone. Mm -hmm. I know he 
had written many things, little none really published. I and I I said, what's gonna happen? I, I didn't have a relationship yet with Cherry to call and say to ask him because I hadn't even returned the box yet. <laughs> I, mean, I was still looking through this stuff. And she said, well, I told you it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> As she would. And I said, well, it really is. And I said, I think it's important. And can you, and she said, well, let me, let me make some calls, you know, as a casting agent. Would. Yes. Oh, she's want to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just like natural. Right. And so I continued reading when I got back, she said, well, there are no plans for it. Nothing's going to happen. He didn't have wow. family and Jerry w was in charge of everything of Rob's. And so I, he, she gave me um, Jerry's number, which I had this phone number, but she gave me his email and I emailed him a letter because I just felt that this was important to, in many ways, it, it, uh, as a, if it were fiction, it would be amazing, but it's not, it's the yeah. truth. And the writing style was, I just, I, and it's so vivid. I, it just had to be something. So, so I, I wrote to him and I, and I just asked what's going to happen. Not that I really had a plan. I really did not have a plan, but I knew it could not be lost. Right. Right. So I wrote and we connected and I was, I got the rights to this piece. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, <laughs> now what? So now what was me stopping everything? But COVID was happening. Yes. So COVID was a blessing in this whole thing because it brought time. It brought time where I didn't have to do shows. Mm -hmm. There was no theater happening. And I stopped work on a book about Louis Kind, who was um, Barbara Streisand's stepfather. And I and I stopped it and I felt bad about stopping it because I had some really good relationships going with people I was talking to. But this was more important. Mm. This was gay history. It was Patrick Dennis history. It was an amazing story. It was entertaining. And for Lori to be involved in it, I just felt it was a mission. Mm. And I worked on it a year with editing with a neighbor who was wonderful and, and put all this whole manuscript into a computer. You know, that was the first step. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's a while. It does. It does. Yeah. It's, it's, a, lot, a lot of booze. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, that mirrors the book. I mean, Charles would be proud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and so it happened. And I and I she, the, the woman who Trudy, who introduced me to Ian was through a newspaper article that was in the Desert Sun that I had taped to the wall that I never read for a couple of months. 
I was like, okay. I put it there. And then when I was done and it was like, okay, this needs to happen now to somewhere, somebody. I read the article. I thought, okay, well, I am going to email Ian. And I emailed Ian and he said, send me the first like 10 pages or something. And I thought, okay, I'll do that. But Patrick Dennis doesn't come in until page 27. But okay. <laughs> so then he wanted the first chapter, then he wanted three chapters, and then he wanted, and then we met. And he said, I want to publish this. Is that gin? Should be. <laughs> it will be afterwards, Bernie. Trust me. <laughs> and so he got it. You know, he he got what this book is, this memoir is, was about. He got it on all the levels because it is all the levels. And what what I love about the whole thing is that everybody, myself included, you, anybody who reads it, we're all the audience because the author is gone. Yes. Yep. So we all have a view about it. We all get something from It's like we all watch a movie together and we all leave and we're in the lobby and we all talk about what we liked. Yes. And it's so interesting to find what people saw and James Magruder who wrote the introduction bless him I mean he showed me things about this too from his eyes that I wouldn't have seen yet it's so obvious and mm. and it happens all the time I I think in a situation like this I think it's sort of like the article um about rattling yarns that you had on the wall. You saved it because something spoke to you, but you didn't need to see it right then. You needed to save it right then. So yeah. when it was time to see that, you had that. The books do that with me. I find sometimes I will buy a slew full of books and I might read some right away. Some may sit on a shelf for a year, but it spoke to me. And when I get around to reading it, it's when I needed it. Yes. Yes, and that is, it's like life has no accidents. No, and this book needed you to come along as well because there's a apparently. Well, <laughs> so, I, so Robert has passed away, and he yeah. was aging. At, you know, and the book is aging because it's not been out in the world. So it probably needed a, another set of eyes, another person to put a little spark under. Your friend certainly put a spark under you by sending you the book. So and a box. Yes, yes, she did. And, you know, she, she, she's gone now, no. but she, she was alive to be given a copy of the, the review copy. Nice, nice. I love and I was it. so happy to, for her to receive it. And I was so happy for her to read it. And I was so amazed at her take on just James Magruder's portion because in her world of show business, she knew so many of those people who were named in that. You know, and just, I'm going to show the cover of the book again. It's important because there, people of a certain age will instantly know who Patrick Dennis is. But if someone doesn't know who Patrick Dennis is, this is the author of Auntie Maine. And several other books. So it's not just one. Oh, no. I mean, 
quite a few. I, I Wikipedia them, but I don't remember how many it was. Yeah, he, he, had was three, he had three bestsellers on the New York Times list at the same time. And no one else has ever done that, I don't believe. I don't believe so. So, I mean, and it's important. And what we see in anti-mame, I mean, it, there are very few people, unless they're 12, who haven't seen that movie at some point in their yes. life. Yes. But yes. Patrick, Patrick's life really did mirror what he wrote. I mean, Patrick was wild as hell. <laughs> uh, you know, I I had an anti-mame in my life, which I write about in it. And I and I think, I, I hope many people did. I think um, so. I hope so. It's it's a gift to have Very had nice. that. And I love the movies and I love the play and all of that that is Auntie Mame and her character friends. But she is a survivor. Mm-hmm. And she she is the Pied Piper and people follow her. Mm-hmm. And in this book this memoir, and I, you know, I call it a book, I call it, you know, an adventure, but it really is a memoir, and I have to keep reminding myself that this is a true tale, and Patrick was the Pied Piper. Patrick, in many ways, was Mm anti-mame. How can you not see from this short little window of their time that this was not the man who created that woman Mm -hmm. and what a joy she has brought to so many people. But I don't think anything has really been written that shows that, I mean, there are things written about who is the real Auntie Mame, but (laughs) in Reading this, I think you see that this man at the core was this chameleon that could be anti-mame, who could, who had everything, who could lose everything, who could be in any circle of society and survive <laughs> and talk his way in or out of a room. And to me, that was just like magical. I agree. I mean, and I've I've met a couple of people in my life along life's journey. I've uh, met a couple of shysters who were so darn good that they yeah. could talk the pants off a man or a woman, a child, even yeah. if a dog had on a pair of pants. As long as you're good at it. <laughs> yes, and, right? And yet people were still drawn to them even after they knew what a perhaps dangerous individual they were. But they were so incredibly charming. I'm not calling Patrick Dennis... Uh, a dangerous individual, but Patrick Dennis got into a lot of shenanigans in his real life. And it is so fun that here are two people who have a seat at the table through all kinds of crazy adventures. It is. So the, the byline is my madcap Mexican adventure with the author of Auntie Mame. And it is a madcap adventure. They wanted to keep the title short. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't do any of that. Well, me and Patrick were short, but I we wouldn't have known who Patrick was without. Right. Without exactly. You know, and I thought so brilliant was Rob's title, Patrick and I. Yes. Yes. But, but sadly, because of, you know, 
society today or education or what have you people do not know who patrick dennis is that if they do they think he is the nephew of auntie mame the character in the movie but he was a real man and he was an author and i hope one of one of my hopes in all of this is that people will revisit his writing because if you want more of this it's in his books and he's a character for sure. One and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and oh my God, you know, can you imagine? I how how would I I would love to have a couple of cocktails of Patrick Dennis. You and me both. You and me yeah. both. Well, I understand you're going to be in New York in October. Um, I am. With, with, I am. Where are you going to be? The Drama Books Shop. Oh, I love it. Thirty-nine. Lin Manuel saved it, and I am so honored to have been asked to do this. And I—it's so out of my element. My whole life has been backstage. You know, I, I have designed hair for shows for over forty years, and to be in a chair with people looking at me is so out of my element but the honor and the the need to make sure that this book is heard somewhere because i think i still enjoy it every time i read it i i don't know how many times i've read it a lot but it's that. always entertaining and yeah, you can I, find something in it all throughout the book, there's something fun, you know, with, so it is a story about Patrick Dennis, but it's also a story about Robert and his friend Walter who go on the adventure with Patrick. And I mean, even their parts, I mean, honestly, at the beginning of the book, if someone knows who the Bickersons are, that's definitely Robert and Walter, but it's so cute because I might have been one of those two at more times than one in my life. So totally. The odd couple. They are the (laughs) odd couple. (laughs) <laughs> they all, and they get a front row seat. It's like the odd couple meets Maud. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. So your trip to New York, that date is, is October 9th. Is that October correct? 9th? Yes. And tickets go on sale September 9th or 10th. I yes, love that. that. Congratulations. Thank you, you. You also told me you're on Instagram at, hold on now, at C with Patrick Dennis. One word. Is that right? One word. Oh, I love it. I love it. Bernie, this has been so fun. This is such an interesting book, and I'm so very proud of it. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, my pleasure. I appreciate it. I, I, you know, and, and your love of it. I appreciate that, too. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Hang on for me, and I'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Out With Dan. You can find more information about this podcast and its host at outwithdan.com, on Twitter at outwithdan, and on Instagram and Facebook at gooutwithdan. This podcast is hosted by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, and the theme music is provided by bensound.com. Join us again soon for the next episode of Out With Dan.